A fiery horse for the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. His faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Hurry, big fellow. Are you Silver? The Lone Ranger and Tonto were in their small camp near the town of Waterford. Dan had ridden into town. When the masked man saw his 14-year-old nephew returning at sunset... He called Tonto to his side. Forget him ride, Tonto. He'd become a fine horseman. Oh, that's right. Him love Victor Horse. He's waving something. Oh, a big paper. Maybe newspaper. We'll soon know. Hey, look what I got. Oh, oh, Victor, oh, boy. Oh, golly, I'm glad I went to town. Look at the handbill I brought back. Handbill? Let's see it, Dan. Here, wait till you've read it. Here, Tonto, I got the sack of salt all right. It's in my saddlebag. Uh, but what handbill say? Hello. About Barnaby Bohugs. Uh, yeah, you remember him, Tonto. Used to be a rainmaker. <laughs> now he's selling medicine. Oh, he calls it snake oil. We remember. Well, he's going to have a big medicine show tonight. Well, Dan, would it be interesting to watch the medicine show? Oh, golly. Yeah, it'd be great. Look, Tonto. It says, Baffling Illusions of Ledger Domain and Sleight of Hand. Uh, the show starts at 8 o'clock. We'll have to hurry. Dan, you and Tonto go and see it. I'll stay in camp. And give my regards to Barnaby Bohugs. Yes, sir. Come on, Tonto. I'll help you saddle Scout. We'll have to hurry. Now, watch closely, my good friends. I've got nothing in my hands 
Nothing in my sleeves, nothing in my hat. Nothing in your hair. Nothing in my hat. I'll take that up later, my friend. Yes, indeed, take it up later. Now watch closely. I place the hat here, right here like this. I reach inside, and what do I have? What do I have? A rabbit. A live rabbit. And now, now, my friends, gather close. I'm about to present the greatest mystery of all. Yes, the most mystifying, baffling... That's the same wagon he used when he was the rainmaker. Oh, that's right. <laughs> He's painted it over and rigged up a platform on the back. Dan, two fellas just come up. Yeah, I saw him, Tato. They're speaking to different people in the crowd. It looks as if there's something wrong. Uh, and people go away in hurry. Uh, one moment, my friends. Don't leave before the biggest trick of all. In just a moment, I'll present the Indian Hindu mysteries. But first, first, I want to tell you about another miracle of science. It's snake oil. And uh, no one's listening to him. Wait, uh, come back, my friends. Wait, just one minute. This is worth hearing. Hey, hold on. Where are you going? Tano, his whole audience is clearing out. I'm going to see why. Uh, you ask, Peller. Hey, mister, just a minute. I got to shove out, kid. Stacy's left his sheep out again. This time will get a lesson he won't forget. Come on, boys, we got to hurry before it's too late. Get your horses. Golly, Tano. I'm sorry for Mr. Barnes. Look at him there on the platform. He's sunk. Oh, uh, me see him. He uh, didn't even have a chance to sell his medicine. Let's go up and say hello to him. Uh, that'd be good. All right, then. Go your way, my friends. Go your way, Live to regret this abandonment. Hello, Mr. Boggs. Eh? Oh, it's Dan Reed. Dan Reed as I live and breathe. And Tonto, glad to see you. Yes, indeed, glad to see you. And tell your masked friend that I'm an honest man. I've followed the right path since our meeting. The right path. Golly, it was a shame the way everyone left here. It was. It certainly was, my gay young blade. It was a plan of my enemies. The quacks and charlatans who hate to see the ills and ailments and support them cured by the magic of snake oil. Yes, yes. But where's your friend who wears a mask? He's in camp. Uh, maybe him see you before you leave town. Yes, indeed. We must meet again. Uh, maybe I'll have to leave soon. Sheriff is coming. Hi there, Boggs. Uh, what about the medicine show? Come to see it. Sheriff, I... Oh, stop looking scared. I don't aim to run you out of town. Where's everyone? They They left. They decamped and abandoned me, Sheriff. They walked... One of the men said Stacy's sheep were out. What's that? Stacy's sheep? Yes, sir. Doggone it. Now there'll be trouble aplenty. I warned Stacy, so Jackson, the other cattleman. Does Stacy let them out on purpose? Why, sure he does. He started raising sheep here in the cattle country, and the Ranchers Association told him to be all right if he kept them fenced and off the range. Well, why Stacy let him out? Oh, I don't know. He's done the same thing before. Twice, in fact. He seems to resent the ruling that cattle can use open range and sheep can't. He knows darn well that sheep will spoil grazing and drinking water for cattle. Well, what do you think the cattlemen will do to him? Well, it's hard to say. But I'm heading straight north for the Stacy Ranch and try to stop killings that are likely to come. Dan, me go north, too. You get masked, man, and you tell him. All right, Tato. I'll see you by and by. Get him up, scout. Come on, Victor. Tonto's gone toward the Stacy Ranch. He'll know what to do by the time we join him, city big fella. Come on, Silver. Get up, Victor. Oh, Silver. Oh, oh easy. Tell it now. Tonto was on watch for the Lone Ranger and Dan. When they joined him in the moonlit night, he quickly explained what he'd learned. Many hundred sheep come this way. Tell her in back, chase them with guns. Your guns now. Ah, come from Stacy Ranch. 
That way. Can we turn them? Ah. We ride hard from angle, shoot gun, make sheep turn in wide circle. Come on, then. They're almost here. Come on, Silver. Come up, Scout. Come on, Victor. Ride this way. Then take this gun. Fire into the air when we get closer. Right. Three expert horsemen charging at the leading sheep at an angle, turning them to the side. They blasted heavy guns from time to time. Slowly at first and then faster, the leaders of the flock changed direction. Press a little closer, Dan. We're turning them. Meanwhile, the leader of the Ranchers Association, a man named Jackson, and some of his hired hands, rode in back of the flock of frightened sheep. Shoot as many as you can and run the rest clear out of the county. Hey, boss, the critters are turning. That's right. They made a whole half circle. They're running back to the Stacy Ranch now. Hold on, Raider. Hold, hold, hold there. Hold, hold on. on. Hold. What made those sheep run? We had them well started on a stampede. Jackson, someone ran in from the side and turned them. I heard some gunfire in the distance. Oh, here comes Squint. Hey, Squint! Thought you made sure none of Stacy's help got in front of the sheep. Oh, 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 steady there. What's that? Who turned those sheep? I don't know, but I saw some riders at the head of them. They're going right back to Stacy's place. All right, never mind. Doggone it, we missed the chance to scatter them for good. Just when we'd have had every cattleman helping us. Hang it, Jackson, there was a score of cattlemen trying to run those sheep off. All right, we've got to work fast. All the commoners satisfied that Stacy let a sheep out of the fence. This is a good time for me to strike. The ranchers are really sore now. What's your plan, Jackson? Gimp, go get the sheriff and bring him to Stacy's house. You, Squint, go call that medicine man. Well, you mean Barnaby Bog? Yeah. He used to be a rainmaker, and he's still got some blasting powder in his wagon. Get as much as a couple of saddlebags will hold. Don't let him see you. If he's there, slug him. Right, I'll cover my face. Wag, you sneak into the Stacy tool shed and get a couple of shovels or spades. Where'll you be? Well, first I'm going to Stacy's house to be there when the sheriff comes. Then I'll meet you boys at my place. Tell you what to do when I see you there. Stacy ain't gonna be none too pleased to see you, Jackson. Won't that be too bad? At Stacy's home, the sheep herder was with his wife after he had seen his livestock back inside the fences and the fences repaired. It was a big job, honey. I'm glad we saved most of the flock. But how'd the sheep get out in the first place? I wish I knew. And what made him turn back? That's another thing I don't savvy. I can. I'll see who that is. Hello, Stacy. Yeah, Sheriff. I brought him here, Stacy, to hear what I got to say. Oh. What do you want, Jackson? He's speaking for the Cattlemen's Association, Stacy. So heed his words. If it wasn't for me and my men, you'd have had no flock left, Stacy. We turned the sheep back. Oh, it uh, was you? Yeah. The rest of the ranchers would have driven it out of the county. Well, thanks. Stacy, I met the sheriff outside and came here with him to let him tell you the situation. Stacy, if you let the sheep out again, there won't be no one able to hold the cattlemen back. They'll come and get you. I didn't let the sheep out. Someone has let down my fence and run the sheep three times. Too thin. Who'd do that? I don't know. But someone is doggone anxious to get rid of me. You didn't want me here in the first place, Jackson. No, neither did anyone else. But no one else fought as hard as you to keep me from settling. Most of the cattlemen were agreeable as long as I fenced my stock. What's more, you try to buy the land from me. Sure, before you put sheep on it. It's no good now. See here, Stacy, are you trying to accuse me of letting your stock run wild? I'm not accusing you. We all know you hate cattlemen, me in particular, because I'm head of the association. You'd like to spoil this whole region for cattle... As long as you can blame someone else for letting the fence down... That ain't true. The chances are that you're sore at me because me and my men turn your sheep back here. You'd like to see them spoil the whole range. Boy, you... That'll do. Come on, Jackson. He's had a warning. 
Don't let those sheep get out again, Stacy. Uh, if only I could figure why someone's so anxious to get rid of me. Make one more move against a cattleman, it'll be your last. Good night. Sheriff, he hates cattlemen, me especially. He'd frame me and have me blamed for taking down his fences if he could. Well, I can't figure him, Jackson. He seems honest. Yet why in blazes would anyone want to let his sheep out? Yeah, my horse is right here. Well, I'll have to be in my guard. I'm convinced that Stacy will make some move against me. If he does, it'll be his last. Are you going home or to town? Uh, home. Uh, good night, Sheriff. Thanks for coming. Oh, I was on my way here when I met your man. Uh, good night. Get up. Come Get up. On. Come on. The Lone Ranger had been near enough to hear the conversation through an open window of the Stacy house. He hurried to Dan and Tonto, and then the three rode into town and halted in the darkness near Barnaby Boggs' big wagon. Boggs might know something about the situation in this part of the country. Been around here for some time. Do you think Stacy's on the level? Yes, I think he is, Dan. Yet why would anyone else let his sheep out? Golly, I, I don't know. Cattlemen are interested in seeing that he stays on his own land. That's all. They don't want to drive him away. Maybe Boggs know more about it. We soon oh, see. Oh, we hear noise from wagon. Yeah, it was like a moan. I'll see if the rear door is unlocked. Help me. Otto, find a lantern and light it. Uh-uh. He's hurt. Boggs, what's happened to you? Oh, my head. My poor beaten head. It's assault and battery. It's mayhem and manslaughter. I've got the headache of all headaches. Oh, here. Here, light. Hold it down here, Toto. Oh. Oh, me, oh, my. I'm not hurting you. I'm just trying to find the extent of the damage. What? Masked? No. Please don't hit me again. I'm a peace-loving man. I don't want no trouble. Boggs, who did this? Well, who did it? You did it. You with the mask. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. Barnaby Boggs lapsed into unconsciousness just after accusing the Lone Ranger of knocking him out. As Tonto held a lantern in the medicine man's wagon, the light revealed a scene of destruction with broken glass strewn on the floor. Someone who wore a mask knocked him out. You hold the lantern, Dan. Let Tonto examine the wound. Right. Here's some water. Uh, he wash wound. Oh, oh. Easy, Boggs. Don't, don't hit me again. Nobody's going to hit you. Uh, wound not bad. Hard knock on head, that all. Oh, you, my friends, thank goodness. And you remember who did this? Uh, masked. He, he was masked, a homemade mask. Oh, what a bitter fight for a peace-loving man. No quarter given, none asked. Tell me what you can. It was a blasting powder. Blasting powder? I came from the cafe, stepped inside here, and saw the man filling saddlebags with blasting powder. I had a keg or so of it left after the old days. What did he look like? Short, short as I am. Not half as wide. Man who should eat more. Oh, my poor head. Did he speak? No. Uh, help me to my feet. 
There. Steady now. You're all right. How did all the bottles get broken? I saw this man and threw a bottle at him. Threw several bottles of snake oil. Yes? But I'm not a man of violence. No, indeed. I couldn't throw straight. He rushed me, hit me on the head, I guess. That's all I know. So the blasting powder's gone. I'll see. I had two kegs of this stuff. Two kegs nearly full. Bottles broken all over the place. Oh, here's some powder spilled on the floor. Yes, Toto. There, see? Nearly half a keg was stolen. Nearly half a keg of blasting powder. Bug, sit down here a minute. I want to ask you a few questions about Stacy. Stacy? Yeah, sheep man. Good man. Yes, a good man. Oh, my poor head. Uh, you've been around here several days. Have you heard any talk about Stacy? Some, yes. I've heard some talk about the fellow. Some say he lets his sheep out just because he's stubborn, refuses to abide by the rules of the cattlemen. But Stacy's no fool. No, sir, he's no fool. Why should he do it? Do you think someone else might have let the sheep out? Why would anyone else? Who knew you had the blasting powder? That's the curious thing. Mystifying thing. Can't understand it at all. Jackson's the only one who knew about the powder. I told him I had some because he's head of the Cattlemen's Association. Thought he might know of someone who'd buy the stuff from me. But it wasn't Jackson who come here. Was it anyone who works for Jackson? I don't know. Don't know about that. But it couldn't have been Jackson. He's too tall. The termite who came here was small. Then. Yes, sir? Go and get the sheriff. Bring him here. Tell him someone hit Boggs on the head and robbed him. But I'm all right. When the sheriff comes here, Boggs, tell him what you told me. If he doesn't decide to go to Stacy's place, suggest that you all go there. All? You, Dan, and the sheriff. Hint that it might have been one of Stacy's men who stole the powder. Should I start right now? Yes, Dan. I'll bring him right back. Hello. You go directly to Stacy's house. Ah. And what me do there? Make sure nothing happens to Stacy. Come on, Victor. Uh, you come there by and by. Ask him, Osali. Uh, me go fast. Well, what are you doing? This will put Stacy in worse than ever. If the cattlemen think he stole blasting powder, they'll probably string him up. Uh, that's what'll happen. Unless something is done, I'm afraid Stacy will surely hang. Well, where are you going? The Jackson's ranch, steady big fella. I want to have a talk with him. But wait. I'll see you later. Come on, Silver. As the Lone Ranger approached the buildings of the Jackson Ranch, digging near an old barn, he reined up oh, some Silver. distance away, dismounted, and whispered softly to Silver. Steady now, boy. Not a sound from you. The masked man moved ahead without a sound. He saw that the diggers worked with long-handled spades. He continued his silent approach until he could hear their voices. Just a couple of shovels and be deep enough can be. Right. Squint? Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, don't have to be so deep. We don't have to blow the whole barn to smithereens. Well, a little damage is as good as a lot. Besides, you don't want to hurt the other buildings none. Where's that powder? Yeah, if it was a snake, it'd bite you. It's in the saddlebags right at your feet. Pick it up, Squint. Oh, I got it. Here's a fuse. I'll hold it. You pour the powder into the hole. All right. Tamp it down good and tight. Do it, I guess. Maybe we better put some dirt on top of it. Make a better explosion. Well, that'll be a plenty. I'll pack it down a little. That's enough. That's enough. I'll throw the spade far enough so it won't be damaged by the blast. Got to have that found as evidence. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hang it all, Gimp. I don't like this. 
the truth ever comes out about this blast... Uh, you do what Jackson tells you. If the truth about him ever comes out, we're all gone geese. But Stacy don't suspect who he is. So far, he don't. But you never can tell when Stacy might see Jackson's right forearm. It's too risky having Stacy around here. I light that fuse. Uh, you uh, got a match, Kimp? Yeah. Here you are. Hold that match still. Hey, hey, hey what the... Keep your hands where they are. Now you can drop the match. Just be careful not to drop it near the fuse. Who are you? What do you want? Squinty's mask. Face that barn. Now wait, if Quickly. you... All right, all right. Hang it all if your mask, I don't see We'll what... talk after I've roped your hands. I'm going to learn more about Jackson's right arm. Jackson had been in the cafe for some time after leaving the Stacy Ranch. He and many other cattlemen had been discussing the sheepmen when a dull boom rang from the distance. Hey, that sounded like an explosion of some sort. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Hey, Jackson! Hey, boss! Something happened at your ranch! What do you mean, Wag? I was out by the hitch rail. I saw it. It was a blast of some kind, an explosion. It came from our outfit. If Stacy has made a move against me... We were thinking he might. Boys, come out with me. We'll see what happens. All right, come on. Following by half a dozen cattlemen, Jackson and employee, the one called Wag, rushed from the cafe. They raced for their horses and leaped to the saddle. They reached the Jackson Ranch. They saw where a blast had been planted near an old barn. There was little damage, but the intent to destroy the barn was unmistakable. Bring those lanterns over here. It's Stacy's work. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Stacy thought it hurt Jackson. A crazy uh, fool. Hold on, we gotta have proof. Boys, hey, look what I found. Spade. Spade. Yeah, I got none like this. Bring that lantern closer. Is it one of the Stacy tools? Well, there's a name right in the handle. Here's another spade. Stacy and one of his men did this. Come on, we'll get Stacy now. Get him for keeps. Come on, mount up. lights in the house. Uh, Stacy's there, I see him. We'll make sure he don't run for it. Boys, you wait outside. Get at the windows. Finch, you better come in with Wag and me. Right. Come on, Wag. Stacy's got to be run out of the county on a rail. Or hanged. My, my sakes. We're coming in, Mrs. Stacy. But, but, but what in the world... Jackson, now what do you want? I guess you know, Stacy. Take a look at those spades. Whose are they? They're mine. What about it? I found them in my barn where you'd used them to plant blasting powder. That's too thin, Jackson. I've been here all the time. I guess the evidence is against you, Stacy. You've been hinting you'd get Jackson for a long time. Now you did it. It's lucky for me you didn't know much about the use of powder. You didn't do the damage you intended to. Suppose I could prove that I hadn't been out of my house. <laughs> your word and your wife's word? I've got more than one witness that I was here in the house at the time of the blast. What? I'll open the bedroom door, honey. And I'll close the front door. Jackson is here to stay for a time. What do you mean? The sheriff has been right here in the house, Jackson. Please come in here, gentlemen. I don't savvy your scheme, Jackson. But you sure can't blame Stacy for the blast. The sheriff, you here. And if you need an additional witness, I'm here too. Yes, sirree. And my word's good. All right. Maybe Stacy didn't set the blast himself. He might have had his men do it. Nope, that's wrong too, Jackson. His men ain't been away. Now, before you tell more lies, 
Suppose we show you a couple of critters that did set the blast. Uh, me bring them out. There's Gimp and Squint. You two. My old man double-crossing me. Jackson, we found their footprints and none others at the scene of the blast before it was fired off. That's all up, Jackson. They made us talk. Oh, you double-crossing coyotes. You were hired by Stacy. That's it, Sheriff. Stacy hired them to hurt me. He, he, he loaned them his tools to set the blast. Let me tell you something, Jackson. I came here to see about some stolen blasting powder. A masked man got me here, took me to your barn. We saw the situation. Then I came back here with your two hired hands. He stayed there to fire the blast and bring you with accusations against Stacy. Well, look here, Jackson. Why in thunder do you want to get me? You let my fence down so my sheep would run. You try to get me run out of here. Why? Well, the fact you got to ask that proves I didn't do it. Why should I? What would I gain? Oh, Silver, what would I gain? Uh, someone come now. Mask man. Now we'll get answers. Come on in. You'll all hear something. Hello. You and Dan get the horses. I'll join you in a minute. Uh, you come, Dan. Right. See here, if you got something to say. I have. No one seems to know why Jackson would want to get Stacy out of this country. There is no reason. We'll see. Uh, hey, put down that knife. I'm not going to hurt you. You were afraid, Jackson, that sometimes Stacy might see your right forearm. No, 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 wait. The right forearm. Now he'll see it as soon as I cut your sleeve away. Take a look. The tattoo mark. You won't get me. No. Oh, that was a beautiful blow, my masked friend. Indeed, it was. Beautiful blow. Stacy, what's the tattoo mark mean? Now it's all clear. I never would have known or suspected it. What? The last time I saw him, he was bald and had a heavy beard. He shaved off the beard. Now, if this is a wig... It is a wig. Sheriff, this is Baldy Vanderman. Vanderman? He broke out of prison five years ago. He never was found. I remember. The killer. He was one of the worst crooks in the state. I was a lawman before I quit two years ago. He knew I'd recognize him if I saw that tattoo. That's why he didn't want me here. That's why he's tried for the past year to get rid of me. Hey, you hold on, Wag. We want you, too. Those others. And where's that masked man? He's helped us to get Baldy Banderman. Why, he just slid out that door, Sheriff. Well, get him back. There's a big reward.
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated.